Welcome to Unleashed at Work and Home, the show dedicated to helping veterinarians, vet techs, dog trainers, shelter and rescue workers, pet sitters, and all the other animal-crazy pet professionals manage their stress and find more joy. I'm your host, Colleen Pilar, and I'm thrilled you're here with us today. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on your favorite app so that you won't miss a single episode. This episode is brought to you by our free community, the Circle of Resilient and Thriving Pet Professionals. If you like the ideas shared here, then you're invited to continue the conversation with other lifelong learners in the community. You can find out more at colleenpilar.com slash community. It's the perfect place for you to learn cool stuff, feel good, and take action to create the life you love. Come join us. Hello, my guest today is Allie Evanson, the owner of I Got This Sit Dog Training in Elgin, Illinois. Uh, Welcome, Allie. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm so excited to have you today. You came highly recommended uh, by Dr. Sheila Newenham, and I'm eager to talk to you about the subject of beginnings. You started your dog training business just a year ago, May of 2019, right? Can you tell me a little bit about what drew you to dog training? Um, I mean, at a a very young age, I was definitely interested in training our family dogs, um, you know, taking them to classes, teaching them tricks. Um, I actually started training horses um, and not only taking lessons for myself, but giving lessons to um, younger kids before I really started with dogs. But um, I've always just had a passion for animals. And, and, um, you know, once I got into um, animal rescue and saw, you know, all those dogs with behavior needs and even cats with behavior needs, um, you know, it, it just came, became apparent that, you know, you can make a career out of it and then you can, you know, help while also helping yourself. How long were you in rescue before you started your business? I was on the board of a rescue for three years and then I left to uh, do more training and, you know, get a career going instead of, uh, doing a lot of free, free volunteer work and, um, not having time to open a business and also work and also do free stuff. So Mm -hmm. now I just foster. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. So what did you do before? I've done a lot of different things. Um, I went to school for, um, fashion design and fashion merchandising and marketing, which, um, I found, to be helpful starting my own business and knowing kind of the marketing side and, um, you know, knowing kind of the entrepreneurship and business running side of it. Um, I found that that really helped transition me into owning my own business pretty easily. Um, not that I know it all. I'm still learning as I go. That's for sure. Um, I do have, you know, my dad helping me because he is, um, he does own his own business as well. So he helps me with a lot of the, the business aspects that I don't know about yet. Um, I was, I worked for his restaurant since I was 16, probably, you know, well, definitely earlier than that, you know, just kind of helping out here and there. Um, I worked as a, a server and a bartender for a few years at a country club, worked in retail, um, 
yeah, lots, lots of different things before I kind of figured out what I wanted to do. Yeah. And you jumped ahead to my next question already, because I was going to ask you how those skills have benefited you in your dog training business. And you shared some of that right at the beginning with the fashion and the business and marketing elements of it. So it is interesting how skills we pick up in other places can, can really benefit us when we're beginning something new. So what surprised you about beginning your business? I mean, I knew it was going to be a lot of work. Um, I think, you know, learning better time management skills. Dude, you're got a dog trying to come under here. <laughs> you're knocking the camera everywhere. Come here. <laughs> um, you know, I think just really learning the business end of it and learning some better time management skills and um, you're not being very helpful, Buzz. Um, come on, go, 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 go. The magic world of Zoom. All the yes. animals must appear. Absolutely. Well, thankfully, the rest are upstairs. Um, you know, I, I definitely am surprised as to how much work I have to put into it on on the side. You know, you don't get to just shut off at night. You don't just get to not answer emails when you wake up in the morning. And, um, yeah. you know, anytime you can find to answer emails and, and talk to your clients and even just my existing clients, you know, needing help on the side quickly, you know, answering texts and answering calls and, and trying to send quick videos of how they can help their dog before our next session. And just, you know, there's, there's a lot more that goes into it besides just training dogs. Yeah. What would have made beginning easier for you? Probably have been able to see the side of the dog training business the actual business side and knowing kind of how to do things um, and how to delegate and how to manage. Um, definitely, you know, having employees lined up for all aspects. But again, you know, as a startup, you just don't have the, the capital to, to pay employees. So you have to be able to do it all on your own. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and I just, I didn't expect to be as, as successful as I am as quickly. So I guess I just wasn't wasn't as prepared as I wished I would have been, but I mean, that's kind of life. <laughs> so describe what your business looked like, say September. So you started in May and then by September, what were you, what were you offering and how big was your team? In September, um, we were basically full speed ahead. Um, I started day training and board and train right away. Um, board and train was actually already running before I opened my training center. So, um, I had started the day training side of it once we opened and, um, I would say, you know, June and July were slower. I think I was only offering day training maybe one day a week. And I think at that time it was just me and I kind of had some helpers coming in who were interested in learning more about dog training. And, um, you know, very, very quickly I went to three days a week for day training and um, making sure that I had employees every day because we were at capacity every day, um, you know on top of the other kind of side training that I do, 
that is the reason that we're capped out at three days a week right now until I can hire employees. Unfortunately, in September, well, in August, really, um, all the interns that I had either went back to regular full-time jobs or went back to school. So then it, again, became just me training dogs and um, trying to run the business and doing the cleaning and um, trying to do in-home training, which is uh, something that I still offer and teach classes and take care of all my dogs and take care of my board and train dogs. And it, it very, very quickly became more than, more than I expected it to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a glamorous life, isn't it? Owning yeah, your own business. It sounds so great. It sounds great. You know, get to be your own <laughs> boss, get to make your own hours, get to do, you know, all things your way. And then you're like, wait a minute. Um, all of that comes with being all of that. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like you really rocketed from the starting line very, very fast. Yeah. What do you attribute um, your your success to. Um, so it's really really helpful that um, I already kind of was working for a training company and um, I'm still working for them, but I don't offer the same services as them. So when people are looking for board and train and day training options, there isn't much out there in the way of positive reinforcement. Um, you know, I'm one of the only ones definitely in our area, if not, you know, surrounding areas. So even other trainers and vets and um, other companies do refer to me as well. Um, excuse you, you do not normally act like this. I don't know what your deal is. <laughs> um, so, you know, just, just referrals and having that network to start with, I mean, it, it made, you know, perfect sense to offer a service that um, he normally just like those rests of you on who the can't couch. see because you're just listening to a podcast. <laughs> the dog trainer's dog is being absolutely adorable, uh, but uh, but interested in a little attention, too. <laughs> yeah, this is actually one of my foster dogs. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's getting adopted on Monday. So well, how awesome. Yeah, but I uh, put his kibble all over the place so that he would eat that. But apparently he's done and and looking for a little bit more. <laughs> he would really love for you to entertain him and not me right now. Yeah, absolutely. What is his name? Buzz. Buzz. Awesome. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so that does sound like you had a really nice setup where you um, had experience and a niche that was different than the company that you were working for so that they were able to refer to you and you could refer to them for the services that you don't provide. So it became this nice symbiotic uh, referral relationship, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so what do you find most satisfying about your business? Um, I get to work with dogs all day, every day. That is pretty <laughs> I nice. get to do what I love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so how were you feeling about your business overall at the beginning of this year? So at the beginning of 2020, you've, you've, you know, nine months in or so, how are things looking for you? Um, still good. Um, obviously we're all adjusting to the shelter in place and, um, you know, the, the new way of trying to live and trying to figure out how to still be successful in business. Um, you know, thankfully in our industry, um, you know, dogs are still going to have problems. And we actually see a pretty decent spike in 
like summer months and winter months because we are spending a lot more time inside with our dogs or just a lot more time in general with our dogs. So generally we see a pretty decent spike in business at those times because we're seeing more behavior issues. So if we're home with our dogs all the time, we're going to see a lot more behavior issues. Plus it's springtime. We've got puppies coming in. I mean, I'm receiving probably two to three young puppies a day saying, Hey, you know, we just want to get our puppies off to the right start. What do you think is, is the best route to go on? Um, so, you know, even though we've had to modify some of our services and the way that we do things, people still need us to, to help them with their dogs. You know, behavior problems don't go away just because, you know, we are stuck at home. So tell me what you've modified in, in what ways? So, um, we aren't allowed to offer in-home training, obviously, and that's through the other company that I work for. So instead we have to do virtual. So we all had to kind of learn how to use zoom and, uh, set up meetings and, and do things that way. Um, you know, figuring out how to teach our clients while not being able to show them with their own dogs. So we generally, you know, use our own dogs in the videos and then have them show us and, you know, modify as needed. Um, you know, with my personal business, I made the choice to close for day training um, during the month of April. Um, I was still running board and train because it's very limited contact with people, um, you know, giving them the option of uh, doing their transfer session at a later time or doing it via Zoom um, so that we didn't have to be in contact, you know, up to their comfort level. Um, we are back open for day training. I started with just one day a week just because, you know, I wanted to see how how we could manage it and make sure everybody was staying safe at the same time. Um, and now we're extending to two days and probably we'll, we'll quickly re-extend to, to three. And I'm hoping by um, June we'll open five days a week. Great. Okay. So your, your re-beginning is well-formed in your mind. Like you see the picture and you see the path and it's, it's just coming along. Yeah, hopefully. And, you know, we're, we're willing to adjust. I mean, being a dog trainer and working with, with, you know, dogs and, and other animals, that's, that's how, you know, we operate. We, we have to be willing to adjust our plan. Um, you know, no dog is the same. So, you know, no business plan is going to be the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Dog trainers are, are creative problem solvers. That's really the job. Show up, see what's there and find yeah. a way forward. Yeah, I go in with a plan and uh, I adjust as needed. Mm, always, always. So back to the theme of beginnings. What do you believe about beginnings? Um, I mean, they are scary sometimes. Um, but that being said, a lot of times it gives you a, a chance to try all new things that you may not um, if you didn't have the chance to kind of start fresh. Um, you know, it gives you, you the chance to do things the way you want to do them um, and to, to really make sure that, that you're successful on your own terms, basically. So what advice would you give to somebody who was interested uh, but nervous about beginning something? Um, I mean, it's worth a shot. You know, I, I had no idea where I would be a year later. I had no idea where I'd be a month later. Um, you know, when we first started, I was like, can I pay the rent on my building while also maintaining all of my other bills? And, um, you know, can I really, you know, make a, a life out of this? Can I, can I do this? 
Um, and I'm glad that I had some, you know, really great people encouraging me and, and helping me through it. But, um, you know, I, I'm happy with where it ended up. So definitely go for it. If you, if you want to do something, give it a try. Why are you so wild? <laughs> <laughs> and Buzz agrees. He leaps upon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, beginnings are great. I'm about to begin a new life on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Tell us a little bit about, uh, Buzz. Um, so Buzz is with Shy Town Pities. He is actually a safe, humane court case dog as well. Um, excuse you. <laughs> um, apparently he's very needy when I don't want him to be because normally he just lays on his own side of the couch um, and ignores me. Um, it also is a rainy day and um, he's been up with the storm since who knows what time this morning. Um, but he is getting adopted on Monday. So hopefully, um, he is successful in his new home because it's going to be a lot different than my home. But, um, I have high hopes for him cause I've had him for about two months now. So hopefully I've laid a good foundation and training for him. Awesome. Well, that's wonderful. If people wanted to learn more about you and your work, how could they do that? Uh, visiting my website is usually best and contacting me directly from there. That way I can point you in the right direction as far as if you should go with classes, in-home training, day training, board and train, um, a combination of some different things, you know, depending on what behaviors we're seeing out of your dog. Um, you know, I can usually give you a, a pretty good idea of what route to take. Awesome. Okay. Well, this was great talking to you about beginnings. And it seems to me that Buzz would like to begin a game with you. So I think we will wrap up here. And I thank you so much for joining me on Unleashed at Work at Home. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to Unleashed at Work at Home. I invite you to come learn more at colleenpilar.com slash community, where you can be steady, be strong, and be long.